Hi, and welcome back to the Positive Success Show. I'm your host, Dominique Narciso, and I'm a certified high-performance coach, author, and international speaker. I help you redefine personal and professional success so that you can create a more simple lifestyle with more income, impact, and freedom. So welcome, everyone, to episode number 63, Execute the Plan. So in this episode, I interview Doris Cho, founder of Doris Delights. She's a good friend from Southern California and has been creating this really, really awesome community of folks online, learning how to cook uh, Korean food, but then also learning how to be more efficient in family life. And, you know, I have three kids and it's really challenging to stay on top of, you know, all the duties in the household, but then also being able to run and manage a business. And so I hope you enjoy this episode with Doris. She has so many gems uh, of wisdom in there. So make sure you have a notebook out, write down some notes, you know, learn from her as much as I've learned from her. And yeah, if there's anything that really sticks with you, implement it in your life. All right, everyone. Hope you enjoy this one. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Positive Success Show. I have a wonderful guest with me today. She is from Southern California, my hometown. Doris Cho is the founder of Doris Delights, uh, which is a cooking, charcuterie, everything creative. Uh, Doris is just this magical woman, uh, friend and colleague on the internet space and the online space that has created so many great recipes and ideas for everyday people to follow, learn from, and you know, bring some inspiration to their lives. So. I'd like to introduce to you Doris Cho. Doris, welcome to the show. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. Uh, I'm so happy to finally be doing this interview with you. So thank you so much. Oh my gosh, no, it's it's great, Doris. I, I, I mean, we've been friends um, that have known each other for several years now, probably almost a decade and more. Uh, and I'd love for you to share with our audience, uh, audience members and our listeners just how you got started in this space of sharing what you love doing, because I, that's like one of the, the gifts of life when you find something you enjoy and then you stick with it. It's like, it, it brings so much inspiration to yourself, but then also to others that are watching you. Well, what started all of this was basically my desire to want to cook for my family. And so like I grew up in a household, my mom and dad worked from like five in the morning to like eight to 9 PM at night. And, you know, my parents never really cooked. And so I made it a mission to make sure that when I have my nuclear family, that I would provide food on the table um, each night. And so um, that inspired me to want to um, cook. And now I cook a lot in the Instapot. I use the air fryer. You know, you're mentioning, you know, I enjoy making charcuterie boards. You know, I do a lot of things, but um, overall, I my interest and my passion really stems from that. And then um, I just started posting on like Facebook and Instagram, just sharing just through the stories or through posts. And people started to notice, oh, this girl makes um, interesting Korean food in the Instapot. And then so somehow, you know, I started, um, I was in a Facebook Korean group and then I was asked to join as an admin. And then um, I started like, maybe three years ago as an admin with only like about 2000 followers. And currently it's a, up to about 70 K right now. And so it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, that's so amazing. And it's just, it's just that this mission to, to want to create 
make food for your family. I think that's so lovely and so beautiful. It's so simple. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, Doris, I'm just curious. Uh, I don't think I've ever asked you before. Did you know how to cook before, um, before having a family? Like, were you a big cook uh, in college or growing up? Yeah. I don't know. What's I mean, like, I never really took interest. And then when I moved um, out of my house, I would always host, you know, cook for my friends, but it was not that I was amazing to begin with. It was more of like, you know, I wanted to learn. So I sought out, you know, what I needed to do to learn and whatnot. And my cousin, she was a big force behind me wanting to cook because she always hosted. She was a Martha Stewart of her time, you know? Yes. So I did learn a lot as I was growing up. And so, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's awesome. And so how did you get into the Instapot world? Like, did you just decide one day I'm going to try some Korean recipes in here or how did that all, all begin? Well, you know, I really enjoy cooking Korean food. And um, not only that, I wanted to find an efficient way of uh, maximizing my time because I don't want to be standing above the stove or, you know, for an hour or two or even like for making stocks, it could take up to a whole day. And so I was like, there has to be a more efficient way. And I, I discovered the Instant Pot and it really um, caters to my lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Can you, can you tell us a little bit more about your lifestyle? Because I think a lot of our listeners, you know, everyone is busy. And so it's hard to cook. I even find myself, I can't, you know, make food every day. So what is kind of give us a, give us a, a snapshot of like, what is your day like and, and how you kind of maximize your time? Because I think that's a lot, that's a challenge for a lot of folks. Uh, around it really here. is, you know, um, I tend to, um, have a very packed life. You know, I have one son, a husband, but not only that, I'm a part-time middle school teacher. You know, I'm heavily involved in my son's like sport activities. So I'm his team parent. Mm -hmm. um, even during his school year, you know, I was um, his room mom. So I, I wear a lot of hats. And so I always try to make it so that I have enough time to execute what I plan. Like, so I, it's always like you create a vision and you make sure you follow that or you create a lesson plan or you create a menu or you create I'm very structured in that way so having those laid out it kind of helps you you know like when you have your calendars of your events you know who you're going to be interviewing you know you're very organized in that and systematic right same with your life you know whether it's like preparing your child's lunch or picking up that child from school or having to make a meal for that child or your husband in the evening I mean you just have to lay it out yeah oh you're so you're so you're so kind and gracious I don't know if I'm as organized as you it, it may seem like it <laughs> but no, I, I, sometimes, sometimes like I I wait I have my morning routine I wake up and it's almost like my body's just going through like automatic motion because I know what needs to get done um but I, I love, I love what you're saying about create a vision, yeah. create a lesson plan, create a menu, whatever it is that you're trying to create, like take the time to plan. And so can you tell us, Doris, what is your thinking behind planning? Like what questions do you ask yourself when you're about to approach a project or approach a meal? I mean, whatever it is that you're about to do that is, could be complex and have a lot of layers to it. Because um, I think that is what, when I talk to you and you're like, there's a certain way that you think. And I think that's yeah. what's so valuable behind the charcuterie boards, behind being, you know, a team mom and room mom behind, you know, being able to wear these multiple hats. So what is your, what is your planning process? What questions do you ask? And then how do you go about executing it? 
All right, so I'll give you an example. I'm planning my son's team party. We just finished our baseball season, right? And so I'm creating that event. And so if you think of everything in your life as some type of event, like you have, whether it's your wedding you're planning or, you know, a party or your my husband's 40th birthday or, you know, whatever the case might be, I'm always thinking through all those steps so that I can ensure that I don't have any hiccups in the road, you know? So if it's my team party that I'm planning, okay, do I have my party favors? Am I going to make sure I have enough food for the guests? Am I going to have a speech ready? Or am I gonna have the kids, you know, like every little route you can think of, you have to ensure that those, you know, checks are being marked off as you are executing these ideas before it goes through into fruition, right? Mm -hmm. So even with like meal planning, if you're gonna really set out, okay, you're gonna go, purchase your ingredients, plan out your three meals before, list the ingredients. And then I strategically, you know, when I teach my lessons online, like I say, okay, you're gonna go to the refrigerator section or the freezer or the produce section and the fruit section. Like I systematically do it, visualizing where you're gonna come in first and like, you know, navigate that supermarket. It's that same concept. And so if you have a plan, I really think everything comes down to having a plan to execute then you're bound for success. You know, it's so good. <laughs> systems. No, it's systems. Like creating it systems, those life systems that are going to help you be more, um, yeah, more successful and, and minimize the time wasted. Yes. Uh, that's so that's so great. You know, when, as you're speaking, I'm like, yes, I'm like, that's, I need more of that. And, and <laughs> with me though, it's, it's interesting. And I don't know how many listeners out there that, that identify with this, I could be a total planner and I could also be very spontaneous and like both at the same time. And I think that's yeah. what drives my spouse nuts. <laughs> um, but I, I, I love, I love this idea of like really creating that vision and then mapping it out. Like what I'm hearing, you know, like you map it out so you can find the most efficient route around the grocery store or with your event that you're planning. So you're not, um, yeah, you're not overwhelmed. And I yeah, think I agree. I think we can get overwhelmed a lot, especially if you're raising a family and you're throwing events all the time. Um, that's so amazing. And I guess to go to go back a little bit in your life before you got married and um, and and had a had a child, uh, did you were you always like this planner, or did you kind of develop this this skill or this um, not skill, but uh, affinity towards, you know, efficiency early on in life, or are there any experiences so, had? Yeah, that doesn't come overnight. And I realized as I'm looking back at on my like lifeline, like my stepping stones of how I got to where I'm at, right? I really think those experiences help dictate and shape and mold me to who I am now. Because when I was younger, I was always that person like, saying, oh, how come that person was gifted with a certain gift, you know, where's my talents? And then like, I would always like be like, oh, you know, I wish I was an artist, right? I wish I was able to do this and that, or like, you know, whatever the case might be. But I realized within due time, like, yes, it. I had this epiphany when I hit like late thirties, you know, that I actually have something going for me, you know? God's plan for me was not to be given to me when I was in my younger years, but he waited for me to build me to where I'm at, where I'm able to be comfortable in my own skin and be able to share on the level I share at, you know? And so in hindsight, I might've complained and been like, God, where's my talent? Like, you know, 
I'm nothing, you know, I have nothing going for me. But then it was really all those experiences, whether it was like setting the table, learning how to uh, marinate meat for my cousin or, you know, uh, whatever it could be, you know, all like all of that, like whether it's wrapping gifts for Christmas gifts or baking goods to give for gifts. I mean, all these little weird little things, even like gardening, like I love gardening, but before it was just more like dibble dabble, like, you know, I'll make a succulent little plant gift for somebody. But now I'm like full on blown garden, you know, like, <laughs> I, I don't know. So everything has a purpose. And if you stay again in your own lane and you realize what you're passionate about and your interests are, um, sky's the limit, you know? So good. So good. And I love that that imagery of like every experience, every moment in your life leads up to the present. It, yeah. It's building you and constantly building you uh, mm -hmm. to be your best person. Um, this, this saying that you have, stay in your lane, can you explain or elaborate further on that and how that has helped you be successful um, in your life and in your life and work and everything? Um, when I say stay in your lane, I want people to realize like, you have a gift, you know, you have something going for you. If you can discover and hone in on that, I don't want people to make you feel jaded or question or doubt yourself because there are times you'll look at other people's, you know, accounts or, you know, you'll compare yourself with people, but you know what? You're you and no one can replicate you. You know, they can try and mimic you, but your authenticity authenticity will show through your delivery. And so I think that's where my my followers resonate with me because they feel like I'm just their friend, you know? I'm I want to like share. Like I'm not one of those like I want to one up you, you know? Like I really want the I want you to enhance your life with your own family to whether it's cooking or enjoying like these activities that I share, you know? It's for the betterment of everyone, you know? So that's my thing. It's like, if you can just focus on your interests, your passion, your desires, there's no one who can, um, you know, like hinder your abilities as long as you stay strong and confident and focus on your desires, you know? So. <laughs> what? Doris, and I'm like, you should start coaching me. <laughs> uh, Doris, so. I mean, I, I see you, you know, on, on Instagram and all these different uh, platforms, you know, you always have a smile on your face and we all know that life is not always, you know, happy and positive, but, you know, challenges and um, just road bumps can come along. And so uh, one thing I like to ask my guests is uh, what do you do to stay positive when things get rough or things get hard? Um, what is your kind of it could be a wellness routine or just what what's your go-to so that you can lift yourself up when you're having a hard time? I really like this question, Dom, because I think in order for you to be the best, you have to have some type of self-care for yourself. Like, you know how they say, you know, um, in an emergency and on an airplane, do not put the oxygen mask on your child first. You put it on you first because you have to take care of you for in order for you to take care of someone else you know what i mean so same concept with like i'm all about self-preservation in the sense of like 
mentally and physically, I have to be good in a good space in order for me to continue that positivity. Because, hey, I'm like, I have my down days, I have my struggles, I have whatever I battle, but to keep me positive, having that positive outlet, whether it's like going to get a manicure or going to karaoke bars to go let it eat all out. Like, I don't know, like, everyone has their thing. And so for me, like, sometimes it's just like an hour or two out of the house, maybe get a pedicure, you know, just take care of me. Or, you know, I truly believe if I am not well rested, I am not the kindest nor um, caring mother at that point, you know? so. And my, my family has learned that about me, like, oh, mommy needs her time, you know? <laughs> and so when I'm like, I need my eight hours of sleep or I need my little naps or I'll need some time away so that I can rejuvenate and like get back to the normal doors that I'm, you know, the happy upbeat and like, you know, that personality needs to be, it's only, it only comes after taking care of yourself first. Yeah, no, so. that's that's great. And I love that you emphasize, you know, you need your eight hours of sleep. <laughs> no, really, because I, I think in our in my younger years, I'm like, sleep? Yeah, I don't need sleep. I can go off on five or six hours. But then, you know, with, with family and just aging bodies, um, we just need sleep. And everyone needs sleep. That's like the secret superpower to your energy. <laughs> I agree. Uh, and in terms of your definition of success at this point in your life, how do you define it? How do you define success? You know, after I hit 40, I realized, you know, at the end of the day, oh no, you paused. <laughs> Hold on. Success really comes down to, I think for me now is, it comes down to family and for me, monetary success i think it'll come it'll go you know but ultimately at the end when i'm dying who's going to take care of me my husband and my son right and i just i value family even so much more because you know i don't have parents they passed on early on and the only living family i have are like my aunt and my uncle and a cousin and so for me to spend time, that's more than any money in the world. That to me, success would be ensuring that my family knows that I, I love them and you know they love me. But at the same time, I still want to be successful in the means of making um, my my passion come to life too within due time. You know, but my priorities has real. I realize it has a lot to do with good health and ensuring that we're just living a happy lifestyle. Like I don't want to just leave this earth without having experienced the true love of like you know family and like experiences and so yes success to me is a healthy family and if god blesses me with my continued success like i would be gracious you know but <laughs> <laughs> i'm already successful you know i'm not talking monetary wise i i make a decent li living but i get to enjoy sharing what i am passionate about that's success to me too you know yeah. so. So good. I hope I hope folks that are listening or tuning in are taking some notes because you know Doris, what you're saying, you know, success comes down to family, you know, those relationships and feeling love and um, being able to express and experience, you know, what it's like to actually pursue your passions. And I think mm -hmm. you know you embody all of that. 
Um, oh, and it's so great to watch. Like I'm just watching you like on the sidelines, like, you know, your Instagram account or, you know, on Facebook and what you're, what you're up to. I'm always in, impressed and, and, and know that you're doing it because you just love doing it, mm-hmm. doing it because you love doing it. And that's always what it's been for you. And that's what I appreciate so much about what you do and why you do it. Um, and that, you know, your family gets to watch you uh, be that positive impact in the world. So Doris, you keep doing you, Doris. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> so, good, so, good. so Doris, how do folks get in touch with you? What's the best way? Where do you hang out online? So um, I'm on Instagram quite a bit. Um, I do. I share a lot of my life. And so it could be randomized, like from like a good sale I got from going to the Korean supermarket, sharing the deals of the day or a meal that I had made or my son's baseball <laughs> tournaments and whatnot. So it's just randomized, but yeah, I'm at Doris delights Cho on Instagram. And then on Facebook, they can find us at our Korean Instapot group, which has about 70 K people. Um, I am going to try and do YouTube a little bit more. So this year, and um, I do teach um, cooking courses. And so these are all online on Kajabi. And so if I share my next project, it will be through my Instagram or YouTube channel. So okay, great, great. And uh, I'll definitely have some show notes for uh, folks that are listening or tuning in so that they can get in touch with you. And if you don't mind, if you are tuning in right now, send Doris an Instagram DM at Doris Delights Cho and just let her know what you learned from this episode. Uh, I think she'll really appreciate it and know that, you know, it's, we're reaching someone out there in the world. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for being on the show. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Dom. All right, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Make sure you subscribe and leave a rating for the podcast. I would really, really appreciate it just to let me know how I'm doing and how I can serve you better. And if you are looking for any type of coaching or extra assistance, inspiration, motivation, make sure you go to my website, www.domnarciso.com and subscribe to my newsletter. You know, every week I send you more inspiration, more strategies, more habits, more ideas, more stories of what it takes to live a life of positive success, what it takes to get up in the morning, get motivated, do the work, be persistent, pursuing your goals, pursuing something that you love. You know, all of this requires so much time and attention from you to really, you know, dig down deep and ask yourself what it is you want at this time in your life. What kind of person do you want to be? What kind of adventures do you want to have? What kind of dreams do you want to pursue? You know, it's all possible for you. It just takes a decision and a simple step each and every day towards your success, towards what you dream of. All right, everyone. Hope you have a wonderful day. Remember to be bold, be positive, and take action every day.